You see something amazing inside, an incredible possibility that takes your breath away for a few moments because it hits that zone. You know that zone that has a feeling like a whole body, whole being, yes, 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 yes. That's what I would love. Your yes brings that vibrational frequency of what you just saw or felt was the higher dream for you back into ordinary awareness. Then it's your undivided yes that keeps that quantum door open as you listen, follow, and act on the internal nudges to make it a reality. If you follow it above all else. I'm glad that you're here with me right now. And let's together restore our direct connection to the mother principle for our feminine wholeness as women, disrupting the matrix to lead the way forward from our hearts and instinctual depths for us and the coming generations. I'm Devashi Shakti, and you're listening to Diary of a Tigress. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me in episode two. And I'll get right into it. When it's clear that a vision or a desire that you received is coming from a higher place, that you've gone beyond your regular programming to open a quantum door that's about raising yourself to a higher standard, that's a particular kind of feeling. It's like an extension of your soul speaking to you from beyond the world of form. And I believe it's our natural capacity as women to become familiar with knowing how to go beyond the everyday world, to experience intimacy with what else is possible for us in life. I ended the last episode by saying that nothing gets through into this human physical dimension without a woman birthing it or nurturing it somehow into being. The truth is we are energetic portals. We women are gateways to the living world. We do that with birthing humanity physically and as miraculous as that actually is, this birthing of creation of life through us, it's not just about children. We are made of primarily Sophianic substance that brings life into form. Have you really thought about how incredible that is? A lot of people haven't, and there are reasons why we don't perceive ourselves as we actually are. Did you know that 650 million women and children alive today were married before the age of 18? Did you know that we are living in a world where at least 17% of the reported global female population are subjected to conditions that are against basic human rights, without education, without autonomy, without body autonomy, and there's much worse conditions going on for people too. It's partly because of knowing about the hidden and not so hidden anti-life agendas in the world and how hard life is for so many humans on this planet 
It's because of this that I believe so strongly that those of us who at least have basic human rights must learn how to rise out of our mediocre realities to not only make our dreams come true, but also to keep those benevolent quantum doors way open, making it easier for others to also walk through for themselves. It might not be a world-saving kind of vision that comes, but even just the smaller things that elevate our experience of life are part of realigning us with being able to trust this innate role that we women have as portals to this manifest world. If you are a woman with her heart open, the feet on the ground, caring about this living planet that we are all on, and you are educating yourself beyond the dominant world narratives, the more you call yourself into your higher path, the more you will be living in the kind of alignment that it takes to be entrusted with a bigger vision that could be about serving the greater whole in a more direct way. It likely starts with something personal to you and rising to meet yourself in a way that transforms your self-respect and your perception of you. It's a process of merging with your soul to let your consciousness ground into everyday human experience. At first, it's likely to be what frees you and elevates you, so you lift yourself into the frequency more of your dharma, beyond just playing out your karma. Because even if the transformations you experience are just for you for a while, and it seems like no one else directly benefits from it, you have become a living possibility for others to receive their version of that for themselves. That experience in vibrational energetic reality is real, and it does uplift others, whether you share about it or not. I myself am a, an example of this because where I came from, I was a statistic on a few levels. And according to linear reality, I should not be where I am in life. I should not have the amount of freedom that I have. I should not have the level of awareness that I have and the self-generated income that I have. So much about my life doesn't make sense when you know about where I come from and some things that I've been through. So I know very well the truth of these words that when we tether to something higher, everything can and will change to align with that higher reality. So in the past, I suffered a fair bit, but then I refused to accept my circumstances as reality. I said no to what was laid out for me following family karma. And I also said yes to the feeling of what I believed and knew to be true inside. There were many years when no one around me confirmed what I felt to be true. There was no one to believe in what was possible for me. There were many years when it felt really hard, impossible and so out of reach. There was no tangible evidence for it at all. It was entirely the flame within me that orientated me towards what I now have and who I now am. Desire sparked faith and I nurtured that flame. I dedicated myself to it. I nurtured that faith, that desire, until it manifested through me. 
for example, there were no social conversations going on about being an entrepreneur back when I was 17, starting my own business. I actually didn't even know that I was doing that until years later. All I knew at the time was that I had healing gifts that were always there and I had found a vehicle to channel that through therapeutic massage and Reiki and a natural therapy clinic that I was invited to be part of working from was operating in a self-employment model and people appreciated what I shared with them instead of kind of attacking me for it. And in fact, they paid me and I was able to be self-employed at a time when it was pretty unusual to do that. I was just following the next step that felt like alignment. I didn't have an agenda to work for myself, gaining years of experience, working with people in therapeutic ways that would lead to countless testimonials and later confidence as a teacher and therapist and mentor. That just happened along the way. I didn't study or explore the things that I have with any agenda that it would eventually lead me towards being a catalyst in a worldwide movement. It just happened because I kept saying yes to walking through the challenges into the unknown next level doors, walking through the fire because to me, the alternative was actually much more scary earlier in my life because staying the same that my programming defined was not what I wanted for myself. And I believe that all of us can be exceptions to our programming, no matter what that has been. And the more we bring in the presence of trusting in the portals that we are, the more we orientate to that wisdom from beyond this world, to live by it and to be led by it. If you are a woman who believes in your empowerment, if you believe in the power of the feminine itself, then you follow the magnetic force of your non-linear desires and you trust it and you allow yourself to be moved by the invisible forces into more of who you are, even though you can't see it all yet, even though you don't have proof or evidence yet of its success. A woman doesn't see the baby yet when it's in her womb, when it's not physically obvious yet, but she knows and she can feel that it's there, that she's going to be changed by it. Assuming that she really wants that baby, she goes about preparing for its arrival, preparing herself and clearing what's in her environment inside and outside that's not aligned to the reality of having a child. She's becoming a mother before she's actually officially physically a mother. To me, devotion is a lot like that. Being willing to listen and trust and act until that vision becomes a living reality that we get to embody for real. If you say that you are a woman who believes in your empowerment and the power of the feminine, but you don't actually trust your own experience of this magnetic pull when it calls you, then you are experiencing a split that I believe is coming from trauma and the hold the false matrix world is having over you. You are aligned on some level with your mind because you want something more for yourself, but 
you block your, the full body, yes, in your emotional body. And you block it from entering your physical reality as a consequence of that. You maybe like the idea of devotion, but you aren't open to actually feeling it. You want to stay in the familiar, the known, the places that you don't want to continue with, but at least you have control over it. So you keep choosing it as though you didn't have a choice, but we always do. Following the unknown is not comfortable, although we can learn to feel comfort in the unknown to a large extent, which I've spent many years in my life learning how to do, which is why I know it's possible. If you are a woman who is sensing a higher possibility for you, but you aren't leaning all the way into it and you are continuing to tolerate what you no longer want, even though you are aware of what else could be happening instead, here are some questions for you to ask of yourself. When will you let yourself be a clear conduit, an open channel for that higher dream to actualize itself through you? What would be the impact on you if you did allow it? How amazing are you willing to let yourself feel? Will you let yourself receive all of that beauty, all of that elevation? What would be the effect on others, on the world, on other women and girls to see you being that devoted to your dreams? The truth is we are divinely designed to be conduits to experience ourselves as portals to the manifest world, bringing through us what is meant to uplift humanity to higher standards in every infinite creative possible way. We are capable of seeing so much beauty and having visions of what we could be, but then the unconscious mind programming steps in showing where you can go to sleep to the active participation that it takes to fulfill your role as a divine channel. I've learned quite a lot about how the unconscious mind works at this point. And to put it very simply, it's like a copy machine. It replicates more of what's in our inner and outer environment, whether we intentionally intend for that to happen or not. And so we need to be connected to something beyond the environment and the pattern, and sorry, and pattern that into the level of our subconscious mind. When I hear women say, every desire in me was planted by God and all that I want is divinely aligned, I know too much about the power of the unconscious mind and about the intentional mind control on humanity to say a statement like that is true at all times. Because, I mean, the repetitive visual impressions from media are designed to imprint us with desires not coming from an authentic place. There's a very different energy to it when it's coming from continual repetitive visual imprints from media and movies driving you to want things that have you end up looking like and sounding like everyone else. 
But when it really is coming from a higher place and it really is for you, it either just comes or it enters in the times when the veils between the worlds are so thin, like during menstruation or other altered state experiences. When coming from a place of embodiment and deep connection with ourselves, that is, those visions, I believe, are more trustworthy. I don't necessarily believe that God is always responsible, basically, for that desire you might have for a Hermes Birkin bag, but the feeling that you have about respecting yourself more, about loving on yourself, about raising your standards, to trust yourself, to believe in yourself. Yes, that essence is definitely from a higher source. Or if it is genuine for you, that you really do, that you really do desire that gold Cartier love bracelet as a symbol that elevates you every time you see and admire it on your wrist, then totally go and do that and thoroughly enjoy every moment of it, right? It's just that it's about what the symbol reminds you of that is powerful, which is that you are powerful, not the bracelet as a status symbol. You dared to walk through a quantum door. You dared to experience yourself as the portal you are. You dialed into your direct divine connection. And that is what really uplifts you every time you enjoy what you manage to elevate yourself into. Those ones, those dreams, those feelings, those visions, that level of heart and soul knowing, I do believe that is put there by God. And I know for sure that Tigris is an alchemical experience that takes women there to feeling direct divine connection. And so do the natural experiences our female bodies go through in life when we approach them consciously. They become opportunities to enter into the extraordinary, the mystical, the inspired, the place of direct divine connection. But with Tigris, you don't need to wait for menstruation to happen or childbirth or incredible mystical sex for those quantum doors to open in profound ways. In my recent blood cave time, I received a very clear vision. I could almost touch it. It was so clear. It only just happened actually. And it was so amazingly elevating for me personally. And I let myself dream with it giving it space to show itself to me, surrendering to receiving it in the way that I know how to do. And it felt like, oh, wow, I like this is incredible. I allowed myself to dream with it for a while, right? So the full vision was eventually shown to me and it includes something that's, it's not just for me, it's potentially opening a new paradigm in a certain way for other women too, but different to how I've ever done that before. The seeing between realms for me, it's like a different aperture of consciousness opens up to perceive something that did not yet have a place in where my thoughts could reach to until that very moment. And 
once saying yes to what I'm seeing and sensing, that aperture inside opens right up like watching a movie, but it's coming from a projector inside. And I can tell when parts of it are intentionally inspired by aspects of what does already exist, but it's also quite remarkably different when it's coming from the purity of my pineal glands capacity for vision. And that's how it's meant to be, by the way, that we don't just enact what gets programmed into our pineal glands from the various agendas around us, but that we download divine movies that we then stream through us as channels. Then about my vision that I received, it uh, not long after had my human self face the familiar places of, oh, oh I, I could have this, really? Like, I could really feel that amazing. <laughs> like, is it allowed to feel this good? <laughs> and, you know, other people can have those things, but I could really have that. And, you know, it just makes me laugh because it's the same kind of stuff for all of us that needs to be overcome nearly every time and overcome with love and attunement in that conversation between our multidimensional higher selves and the human self who can sometimes feel quite small. And for me, this recent vision requires learning things that I don't yet know how to do. It means going beyond my familiar reality. It means making mistakes and probably having a lot of trial and error along the way and potentially failing. But when I have a clear vision, fear of failure doesn't register as real to me because I know that when I'm dedicated to something, I'm pretty relentless about it until it actualizes because I invest my energy into it. And so it can't not happen. And if it doesn't happen, it's simply because I chose not to focus on it after all. And with this recent vision for me, it's not a quick kind of coming to fruition vision. It's something that's going to take some time because it involves other people and processes to get there. But the new reality of it feels so clear. The, the rightness of the feeling is so present. And basically, it feels like it brings more love and beauty and permission for women to reclaim feminine wholeness into the world in ways that I really want to see happen. And so now I just get to be who it takes to let the vision come alive through me and keep the good feelings about it alive, like a romance, shifting my thoughts and my feelings towards myself to align to it more and more and to keep fanning the flame because I've already said yes to this. And there's an example for you to make it this message practical. And my main message today has been that we women are portals, energetic gateways for what exists beyond the physical realm. We are wired for it as though it's actually part of our physiology because it is in the energetic sense. And so much time, money and intent gets invested 
into keeping women occupied with illusionary concerns that keep us from remembering who we actually are. And what I have to say is that we can cleanse our psyches to be clear conduits so you can birth divine visions and simply become available for the great work that wants to happen through you. True authentic desires are there for good reason. It might sound too mystical or out of reach to some, but I see being magical is, it's actually our most natural state and it's our true place as women in this physical world. We already were born to experience it. You already have it. There's no need to distance yourself from what you already have and who you actually already are. We are conduits for cosmic energy like that primarily from the frequency of Great Mother Sophia or the feminine force of God, simply by being here in female form. Imagine what would be possible if we became more interested in that than in being passive vessels for programming that doesn't have our well-being in mind. And let me know what this sharing has moved in you. And if you want to be part of the conversations about these episodes, it's just starting to happen in my private women's community group on Facebook. You can find the group link in the podcast information section. And if you want to connect, I'll see you there. And thank you for listening. Is there something you would also like to express on this topic? You're welcome to share it and to get in touch with me. See how in the show notes. And I'd love it if you could leave a review. And if this episode has inspired you to get into the actual embodiment of these teachings, come move with us in the Tigris Deep Practice Group. It's your chance to learn with me from your home, wherever you are, to keep nourishing the source of your female power. Go to tigress.love to know more and to tigress.love forward slash free if you would like some free gifts.